0: Welcome everyone to the Joey Harris Show, the place for my thoughts, feelings, rants, ramblings, rules for life, commentary, and anything else that sticks to the wall of my brain. I am so honored that you have joined me for the debut of the Joey Harris Show. We had kind of a shakedown episode last week, but today is our official debut of the new show um, from uh, my house. From the inside of my brain, it is the Joey Harris Show. I'd like to thank everybody for listening in. Big shout out and big props to Big TJ and everybody at the Go Radio Network for everything they did for me for uh, the better part of uh, 10 months uh, along with the Comedy Shack. I love doing the Comedy Shack will always be near and dear to my heart, as well as everybody there from now. We've got new beginnings, and we are here live with the Joey Harris Show. I am also pleased to be joined by Ashlyn Tucker uh, tonight, my first guest on the first episode of the Joey Harris Show. Ashlyn, welcome to the show. How are you?
1: Thanks, Joey. It's good to be here tonight with you. So tell, I'm doing well.
0: Me, good, good. So tell me and the audience, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, I'm a 25 year old first grade teacher from Southern Virginia. That's about it. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. So uh, you're a first grade teacher, and that leads perfectly into what I was going to talk about for my first episode. Um, this being the beginning. Uh, the topic is new beginnings, and I can tell you that this is, uh, to give everybody just a short rundown of my life. I am 35 years old. I also I work um, with an alternative learning program uh, with my local school system now. I am also an aspiring stand-up comedian, Internet talk show host, writer, et cetera, et cetera, on, on down the line. But this is like a new beginning for me as well. In my past, I was, uh, I used to be married. I used to work at a, in, a, in a college environment. And in the past uh, two years, I guess, or 18 months, uh, unfortunately, my marriage came to an end and I, I left the job. And so these are new beginnings to me. And with you being a first grade teacher, I thought it perfect bringing you on because you're dealing with a group of, of children who are, you know, just really beginning their educational career and having new beginnings of their own. So uh what are your overall thoughts about new beginnings, stepping out and and starting something new?
1: Well, um, every year, I think at the beginning of the school year is when we talk about new beginnings the most. Um, I get a new group of children, but a new group of children also get to have me for the first time. Um, kindergarten is an interesting year for little ones. And when they come to first grade, a lot of times they, they don't quite know what to expect. So we talk a lot about um, change change and adjusting to new surroundings and new responsibilities. Um, Every year on the first day of school, I read a book called First Day Jitters, written by Julie Danberg and illustrated by Judy Love. Um, It's about a little girl named Sarah Jane. And the book really helps my students connect to first day of school, new surroundings, um, the little girl in the story, Sarah James, she's very worried about her first day of school. Um, most of the book takes place in her bedroom where she is not very eager to get out of the bed and go to school. Um, there's a man there who is um, telling her that she's going to love her new school and everyone's going to be so nice, and she's just not really into it. She wants to stay in bed and, and not start off her her first year in her first school. Um, It goes on like this for a little while. And then at the end, there's a surprise. Um, You find that Sarah Jane is actually a new teacher at the school. So this is a great way for me to connect with my students, that new beginnings and changes, new school years, I'm very nervous, and they're very nervous, and that's something that we have in common. Um, And then we kind of go from there and build on Um, things to expect in first grade and their new responsibilities and things that are different from kindergarten and things that will be the same from kindergarten.
0: Well, I think that's very important um, to outline, especially to first graders. But I know any time that I step out and do something new, you're really stepping out and with the intention that, okay, this is something different for me, but I, I, you know, for me, I would say it, it's more of a matter of faith. I know everybody is not a person of faith and there are people of different faiths, but, you know, there's some part of you or or some belief in something bigger than you that, this, although this is something new, it's what I need to be doing right now. And I need to just, you know, I don't know if it's assume is the right word. I just need to believe maybe that this the best thing for me now and that it's it's going to all work out. And I don't know, sometimes, at least for me, that feeling is very scary.
1: It can be a very scary feeling. And I think it's scary for children. It's also scary for adults to try new things.
0: Right. And, I mean, you know, well, there's sometimes there are things that are also scary, but you need to do them. Of course, it's scary to go to the doctor or to the dentist, but, you know, you got to have a checkup or you got to have your teeth checked or
1: cleaned
0: or maybe a cavity filled to just live your life. But you also, you know, you have new beginnings, maybe asking someone out on a date or applying for a new job or accepting a new job. So scary feelings are... I think, normal and, and just part of the routine and something that you've got to work through if you're going to make it in this world.
1: Definitely, I agree. It, it's comforting to know that it happens to everyone, too, that everyone gets scared and everyone gets afraid of new things. Um, and it's it's easy to hear about people who have been through similar experiences and have kind of come out on the other side looking a lot more positively at their situations.
0: Absolutely. I mean, you know, um I remember the first time I got up and to perform stand up. I was still married, was still with my wife at the time and um but she was the only person that I had told that, you know, she was she knew that I was gonna do it, but I wouldn't let her go. And I wouldn't I didn't let anybody else know that I was performing stand up until after that first time, and it had gone well, and I was actually invited back uh, for a second time. Then I put it out, you know, through social media, Facebook, and and everything. Like, you have to do with just about everything now. But, you know, that first time, I, I just kept it in and wouldn't let anybody that I know saw me because it was scary getting up there and telling jokes in front of a, crowd of probably at that time it was probably about 50 people but you know what if I went up there and I wasn't any good now thankfully they laughed and I was able to come back but that's the other thing I think that it's important about new beginnings if I got up there and they didn't laugh or I wasn't any good then that's okay I think because at least I tried it and it just wasn't for me and I could say for the rest of my life, well, I tried stand-up comedy and I wasn't any good at it, rather than being upset that it's something that I always wanted to do and never had the opportunity or or never got the courage to do. That's another important thing about new beginnings and, and, and doing something for the first time. Putting yourself out there is difficult, but, you know, it's better than the alternative of, you know, what might have been that always goes through your head?
1: I do agree. Um, There have been times in my life where I've really put myself out there and been in a situation that I had never been in before. And just the confidence in yourself to know that you are making the right choice and, like you said earlier, the faith that, you know, you're going to be okay no matter how this goes, it's always helpful and comforting when you're doing something like that.
0: Oh, absolutely, and I know a little bit, I, I'm not going to get you know very deep into your life because I know sometimes you're going to just keep something private, but it must have been hard for you to um, be used to one thing in your life and, and be comforting, and then you packed up and went away to college, and I know a lot of people go through that, but it is scary regardless of who you are for most of us to, to pack up and go away from the things that we always knew even if it's something that we want to go away to college, uh takes some getting used to.
1: It does. I know you have a lot of experience with college students, but I was a very small town girl and I went to a college in a in a larger city and I didn't know anyone. Um and you know, just putting yourself out there, you know, meeting your roommate that you've never met before, who has a completely different life than you, making a fool of yourself on the first day. <laughs> I think that's something that happens to everyone, Um, but I I really enjoyed my college years, and and I'm really glad that I did it. Um, I'm glad that I put myself out there.
0: Absolutely, and I can tell you that a lot of these things, and and being on the other side of it, I'll I'll let you and the audience peek behind the curtain for just a moment. Um, You talked about roommates and probably having somebody who is completely different than you. Most colleges I know send out a survey uh, so that we can try to match uh, people to like-minded things. Now, that survey is either filled out by parents or students who where the parents are nearby because everybody, without fail, they all like to study. They all like to get to bed early. Um, Everybody, you know gets along with everybody, nobody likes loud music and then they get to college and reality sets in. Um nobody likes to go to bed early. Everybody likes loud music. Nobody likes eight AM classes and no studying gets stuff. Um so that's really that is the um the the truth about college. And, you know, you try to match people according to their preferences. And, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. But it doesn't matter. I, I tell people all the time, I used to see people grew up together, went to school all 12 or 13 years if you include college together. Best friends, they go to the same college, they want to room together, and it's a disaster. Because it doesn't matter how good friends you are until you start living in the same room every day the relationship changes.
1: I can definitely see that happening.
0: Yeah, it. it I tell you, it happens more than once. And you get all of these people coming and, you know, uh, then the time comes when mom and dad have to go back home, and it's hard on the parents as well. I'm sure you probably see some of that. Probably not as much as kindergartners do, but, there's still some anxiety with, you know, leaving your kid with someone new. And, and all parents go through that. That's, that's another change and another new beginning that both parents and kids have to uh, work through.
1: I do see that. I see that a lot. I think that um, when you get a new group of students every year, their main concern is, You know, is my teacher going to like me? Is she going to be nice? Do I know where the bathroom is? Am I going to to know what to do? Do I know my way around the school? So I think it is definitely a stressor for especially little ones to know that their teacher likes them and that they're going to be accepted, they're going to have a place in the classroom. Um, Parents get that way too definitely at open house. They're very concerned with um, a big smile and a happy personality. Definitely wins over parents a lot easier than, you know, um, stiff body posture and a big frown.
0: Oh, absolutely! Because you know, it, it, it's still it's still mama's little baby and daddy's little baby that you've got and that they've entrusted to you um, to help mold. Their little minds and shape them And help them learn As they move along this Process and It's really As you said it's really a big Responsibility when that Happens so You know This whole new Beginning thing um, It's just I'll I'll Bring it more um, Personal uh, To my Things. You know, I, I had a life that I thought I was comfortable with and then, like I said, different things happened and all of a sudden I found myself newly single again after having been in a long-term relationship and, you know, you know away from the job and the home that I'd held for seven years and then tried to make it on my own and decided, you know, I needed to take a step back and, you know, moved back home to save some money and then stepping out into this new job arena. And throughout that, I I, I said it before, on my old show, uh, my friend TJ stepped up and gave me the Comedy Shack. And then I had fun doing that, loved doing the Comedy Shack for all these many months. And then TJ decided he wanted to, he needed to step away and do some things for himself and really left to the host of the different programs to do their own thing. And I stayed with the established um, format for a while and then decided it was about, you know, time to do my own thing if I'm going to go back and, and start to live my life again and maybe start do some stand-up. I had to get away uh from that weekend uh position. I wanted to do a later night uh start for this show, but um, you know, due to some constraints uh with finances and, and time changes, you know, I'm left with six thirty to seven on Monday night. But that's okay, you know, you, you take what you're given with the uh new beginning thing. So you know, I'm just happy to be here, rename the show uh, The Joey Harris Show. I put my name on it, as they say, um, because it is a part of me. It is something that I'm putting out there. But I'm looking forward to growing the show and making it bigger and better all the time. So, And, and I'm so happy that, you know, everybody has agreed to kind of step up with me and take these first steps into this new beginning. And as you talked about before, it is really uh, scary. So uh, looking at it through, I guess, your mind's eye of uh, being a teacher and, and having to deal with that with a, a new group of students every, every year, do you have any advice for me uh, starting out with this new show, any advice for me going forward?
1: Um, I think just staying focused and making a commitment you know to continuing the show definitely um, constantly telling yourself you know that you're awesome and <laughs> that you can do this and um you know there's a lot to be said for loving yourself and being confident that you have the abilities to do what you would like to do and Confidence is a big thing, and I know you you have confidence, so just keep that up. And you know, I'm very excited to see what your new, your new show brings. Um, do you have any any surprise, any spoilers you want to give us for what to expect with your new Joey yeah. Harris show?
0: Well, um, when I did the I called it the Shakedown episode last week with my friend Andrea, we talked about what I wanted to to. Um, bring to this new show. And she said she really wanted me to bring more of myself into it and tell things more from my life and, and bring kind of a humor to it. You know, I, I do the um, the comedian things that, I, you know, I, everybody says, I hate to talk about myself and kind of brag on myself, but everybody says, you know, you're a really funny guy. And I find funny things happening to me in my life, but in the same time, I'm also shaped by really, really you know there have been some bad things that have happened in my life, but the more that i the farther away that I get from those things, I can find be humor even in those situations. So I'm going to be bringing more like humorous episodes from my life. I think I may have told you this, but it, it's a very uh quick story. It just happened to me yesterday. I stopped uh, to get some gas uh, coming home yesterday from lunch, and um, I had to use the restroom. So I go into the restroom, and only a stall was available. So I go into the stall, and I'm using the restroom and, you know, doing what I have to do in there. And someone knocks on the door and says, you know, is there someone in there? I said, oh, yes, sir, there's somebody in here. Hold on. I'll be just a minute. And he says, oh, take your time. Uh, I don't mind waiting. And then he says, do the Panthers play this afternoon? Talking about the Carolina Panthers football team. And so I said, oh, um, I don't know. I think they do. He goes, yeah, I think the Panthers play at 4 o'clock. And I said, you know, I think that sounds right. I think that's what I read. And he goes, man, I think this is the year they're going to take it you know, they're going to go all the way. I said, man, that would really be something, wouldn't it? And then he says, I've got to go. There's somebody in here talking to me. Turns out he was on the phone talking to somebody else while I'm having a conversation with him. But I thought he was still talking to me, you know. So it's just that's one of the craziest things, you know, just, that just happened in my everyday life as I, I've said it many times, and I got this from a great podcast if you are out there and you listen to the podcast. I don't know if I've recommended it before, but it can be along uh, with the book. What was the book that you mentioned earlier, Ashley?
1: First Day Jitters.
0: First Day Jitters. Along with First Day Jitters, this can be the recommendation of the week, the 40-year-old boy podcast uh, by uh, my good uh, Internet friend, Uh, Mike Schmidt, if you're on iTunes, or I believe it's on Stitcher and and Android, uh, go look up the 40-Year-Old Boy podcast. And if he's a fan of saying a lot of times, his life is more of a book than a movie. I I look at my life the same way. It's got a lot of chapters. And, you know, as things unveil, it is more of a book than a movie. But you had those humorous things like me having a conversation with a man on his cell phone in the middle of a, A bathroom uh, yesterday. I mean, it's just, you know, little crazy things like that happening. I'll be bringing more of that to the table along with hopefully more interviews with people. I think, you know, I like the way that the show flows when it's just not me talking. As I tell people, try talking to yourself without any back and forth for 30 minutes or an hour. And it's very, very difficult. Not impossible, but. I'll also be doing interviews, um, as I said before, just just different things and, and also shaking it up. A lot of times I was having trouble um, trying to come up with things to talk for an hour. Um, now, the good thing about the uh, the way that this Internet radio works is that I didn't have to always necessarily go the full 60 minutes. I like to go the full 60 minutes, but I didn't always have to but i always like to put in at least 30 minutes so i'm thinking with the new show it was good to have a 30 minute time that way you're not always boring people and and having to stretch and try to come up with material for 60 minutes so that's what i would say as far as as what you can expect um more of a loose show more of a a loose basis. We're going to try to have more fun and and not be so serious all the time. Uh, but so so that is a long-winded answer to your to your question. That's I guess what people can expect here every Monday night. Seven on the Joy Air show.
1: Well, I know I can speak for myself and probably other listeners when I say that I am very excited about your new show. I'm very excited to uh, hear more about your life and some of the life experiences that you have as you take this new journey. Um, I find it very interesting. I like to follow along and see what's happening in your in your day-to-day life.
0: Well, thank you very much for saying that. I hope it it will be a journey well worth exploring. Um, but I have, and and just in the few moments that we have left, I would be remiss if I did not talk just a little bit about the uh, season that we're about to undertake, which is Christmas. Being a first grade teacher now, I don't, you may not know, but your your students, I'm sure, are very excited about Christmas coming up.
1: They are. They are very, very excited. It is very hard to get anything done this last week of school.
0: I can understand that. Now, if there's some hot new toy or item? I've got one nephew, but he's a little bit below their age range. So he's in the cars and trains or trucks. If you got that, then he's happy to entertain himself. But what about kids your age? What's the big hot ticket item?
1: Well, surprisingly, you know, six- and seven-year-olds now are very into video games. Um, so I know that there are several new video games coming out and video game consoles. And believe it or not, I have some students that they think they're, they think they're going to get an iPad for Christmas. And that's a little shocking to me considering that I don't even have an iPad. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think I think – It's very different from when I was in first grade. When I was in first grade, I wanted dolls and and blocks and, and Legos. And nowadays, a lot of kids really want those video games, phones, iPads, tablets, that kind of stuff. So those are definitely the big things on, I think, every little boy and little girl's list this year.
0: You know, it's funny, as you were saying that, I was trying to think about when I was their age, I wanted things. Like that too. I wanted like transformers, or we even had Voltron. You probably don't even know what Voltron is, but it was like a transformer in a little ways. And I think we all got video gaming systems. Of course, ours was the Atari 2600, um, which probably I have more memory in my phone now than the Atari had. But you know, but now I guess things. It's weird. I I talk to my best friend all the time. He's got a daughter that's, like, uh, she'll be three in February. And he and his wife are, like, we're not going to let her have all of the technology. She's not going to have an iPad when she's, you know, five or six. And I'm thinking, you know, I understand that, and and it's totally their right as a parent. But I'm thinking also, is she going to be behind as far as, learning do you know are more learning models going to go towards you know you've got to learn how to work on a tablet or you know iPad or what have you so I wonder if it's going to go more towards that way
1: I think it's very possible we use technology in the classroom a lot so it's it's nice to see students who can come in and manipulate things on our smart board and I can tell those students that have worked with stuff like that and the students that haven't um, I, of course, hope that all of my students get books for Christmas and read, read, read.
0: Yeah, I was on a big kick for many years to just give out books as, as presents. and You know, most people I find have really enjoyed that, though. So. But with all of that being said, Ashley, I would like to wish you a Merry Christmas because we're closely coming to the end of our time together. Um, is there anything that you would like to say before I wrap it up here?
1: Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.
0: Oh uh, Well, thank you very much, and thank you for joining me tonight, and I thank you all for joining me tonight. If you would like to get in touch with me, you can always write me. I am on Twitter at the Joey Harris. You can be my friend at Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash JoeyH37. As always, you can email me, Comedy. At gmail.com Thank you all so much Thanks to Ashlyn Tucker For joining us Talking about new beginnings And I hope that you all take This new beginning journey with me The Joey Harris Show Is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media um, All rights are reserved All wrongs are revenged And until next week This has been the Joey Hare Show Go out and make it a great week, everybody. See you next week. Goodbye.